From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey everybody, welcome back. I know it's been a couple weeks. I I had to take a tiny little break because of the holidays and also because there's just so much going on and I had to catch up with a lot of movies. So, you know, I'm going to do like a special episode later on in the month or next month on my catch up. Like I'm going to talk about a few films like Nightmare Alley. But on this episode, I wanted to talk about Scream 2022. Scream 2022, I'm going to call it Scream 5 throughout the review. I, it's that trend of like calling a sequel by the original's title that's a requel, which is the subject of parody in Scream 2022. Scream 2022 is another film in the Scream franchise that I honestly am a fan of i actually really enjoy this franchise i actually do think this franchise has had pretty consistently good movies i even think scream 4 is a good movie and people had their issues with it of course because of the commentary and they felt that some of the decisions they made in the movie were a little goofy like the filter that the movie's made in is a little washed out which i didn't really have a problem with i understand the problems that people have with it but i didn't have the exact same problem I think the concept was just not that fresh, but in this case, Scream 2022 or Scream 5 is a much needed refresh of the franchise. So this film follows a group of teenagers that are in high school and they have to deal with this ghost face killer and that's it. And the fact that each one of them is connected to the original cast in some way or another is part of the killer's motivation. And I don't want to get too much into it because it is a movie that is essentially a murder mystery. These screen movies are murder mysteries, so I try to not reveal too much when I do reviews of them. It is a very difficult movie to talk about without doing spoilers. So I just want to say that I'll talk about some of the things that the film does really well. And some of the things that it doesn't do too well. Just very briefly. It does a lot of things really well. So I think this is the second best film in the franchise. Only topped by the original Scream. What I like about this requel is that it really does a really good job of having strong meta commentary. And being able to actually have like this thoughtful conversation about the state of fandom and the state of having to remake these movies essentially disguising them as sequels or sequels that essentially have to rhyme with their original uh, the requel film uh trend is this new trend where a lot of like the films that you're watching today would be continuations of the original movie they're in but they would have a legacy cast. A lot of times requels ignore a lot of sequels and go back to the original. Essentially, a requel is a film sequel that revives a series while paying tribute to the original and not only style, but in some cases, the substance. So a lot of times they'll have similar stories, but they'll mostly have very similar plot beats. Not always super similar, like in the case of Candyman, where the plot points can be matched, but they're not exactly the same. It's closer to a Halloween 2018, and this is part of the horror film genre 
the horror film genre has had a lot of success with requels like the new child's play tv show chucky has been a real success because of how it rhymes with the original series and what it does on its own terms and then halloween 2018 does a lot of great things with it halloween kills not so much but in the case of scream 2022 it does a really good job of not only commenting on this trend but being an actual good requel at being able to actually have these rhymes with the original but come across as fresh because the characters are so lively and likable i think it all comes down to like likable characters with my char favorite characters being chad meeks martin and mindy meeks martin in particular mindy who's played by jasmine savoy brown these two twins are the nephew and niece of the of randy meeks who's played by jimmy kennedy in the original and what i like about them is that they are just solid characters who do who do such good work with their commentary and the fact that they're just likable they're just likable characters what i like about like jasmine's performance in particular is the fact that she knows how to present the rules of the franchise in a way that's really fun and lively and exciting because every single film in this franchise has rules and they always got to present that and it's always about the presentation and so that's what i love about it is that it feels natural like it actually feels like an actual person talking about them in real life and i think that that's part of the appeal i know she's in another tv show called yellow jackets which i'm really excited to check out because i do want to see her in more stuff and i gotta say she makes for a really solid scream queen and the fact that she is an lgbt character that is so just casual about her sexuality i love that and i love the fact that for once in a horror film we're not laughing at her like i saw halloween kills and you know they're they're, they're the gay characters are comedic relief. I'm a little hesitant to say that it's a bad thing, but uh, I gotta say that it is a little controversial right now to have like gay characters in horror films that are not comedic relief. So I like the fact that she is funny, but she's not the comedic relief, that she's just a funny, fun character, and that she holds her own against a really strong cast that consists of like Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox and David Arquette. And the legacy cast does a lot of like good supporting, but I'm going to say that they're not in it as much. So if you're kind of waiting for them to be the leads, they're not the leads. Um, David Arquette's the closest to the, to the lead cast, but it, he is not the lead. I will say that he has the most to do and he is so good in his part. This is a really strong performance of his this is more challenging because his character of dewey has a lot more going on in his life and the, just the fact that they decided to make a lot of like changes to the characters and sort of reflect real life that you can see in david's performance that there is a real like substance there like that there is a lot of real life in that performance that he because in real life he did get separated from courtney cox so it plays into this performance pretty well and so i like the fact that like in scream that's when they first met and got together that's the newest film scream is the one that addresses the breakup so i like to have that sort of like meta intertextual conversation and i think it's really thoughtful i think it's a thoughtful change and as for nev campbell as um sydney i love the fact that sydney is just very practical the fact i'm gonna leave it at that i love the fact that these characters do not live in woodsboro that there is no like cliched way for them to come back to woodsboro i know that even everyone knows that they eventually have to come back 
but I love the fact that it doesn't feel cliched and it is very thoughtfully written out. Again, I can't say too much because of the spoilers, but I will say that David Arquette's performance is the best one of the legacy cast, especially considering that it is really just him stepping up his game as an actor. The other two actors get a lot of praise, like Courtney Cox gets a lot of praise for Friends, and people have thought in hindsight that her performance is really good overall. And then in the case of Nev Campbell, people have really appreciated her acting skills over the years. So in her case, I can see her stepping up her game, but they've, people have already praised those two extensively, so it's nice to see a film that actually pays tribute to David Arquette's talents and contributions to Scream. I gotta say, Matt Belentini, Oplin, and uh, Tyler Gillette, along with the writers James Vanderbilt and Guy Basique, those people have done such a good job paying tribute to Wes Craven, but also to the horror genre in general and the and the franchise. They they do such really good work of not only inserting Easter eggs, but being able to be respectful to the to the genre, the franchise, and Wes Craven himself. Wes Craven would be really proud of this film, and it is better than most of the ones he made. And what I like about this film is that it is a group of fans making a passion project and giving their audience what they want, which is scares and a really needed refresh to the genre. And just like Scream, this requel does something fresh with the material. And that's what I'll leave it at. Just the fact that it's just a much needed refresh. Do I recommend this movie? Yes. If you are a big Scream fan, this is a must-see. If you're a horror fan, this is a must-see. If you're not either one of those, it's still a good, solid movie. I do recommend watching the first Scream movie. It is film history. People don't want to think about movies like Scream as being like important, essential cinema. But it is. It is important, essential cinema to watch Scream. And I do think the other Scream movies hold up really well. Well, not so much the third movie. The third movie is kind of whatever. But that second and fourth movie, they're much better than people give them credit for. So I will say that this is the second best film in the franchise. I really had a good time and so I think it's a must view for genre aficionados and for people that want to see really solid commentary on like not only elevated horror but the requel. Just just the fact that it's a really solidly written movie and the fact that it actually has some real scares. And I love the fact that this movie also tries to play with your expectations of the horror genre and does really a really good job. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. But hey, check out Screen 2022. It's currently in theaters right now. And if anything, if you can't see it at a movie theater, check it out on PVOD. It's a good movie. Three stars, the second best film in the franchise. One that really knows how to be not only terrifying, but intelligent. Until next time, this is Brian Mendoza with Flicks and Picks.